was not fun or enjoyable. Thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHNX Coyotes post-game show. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah here with Petey, Sean behind the scenes, Craig joining probably faster than like anyone now. can possibly yeah. anticipate. And as JMT in the chat said, this might be the fastest start to a post-game show ever. I wonder if this will be the fastest post-game show ever. It might be. Petey, that was painful. <laughs> and good night. Thanks for joining us. Oh. Hit that like button. Good night, everybody. Um, well, yeah, I, I really thought the Coyotes were going to be better tonight. I, I really thought after last Me night, too. I said, oh, they just need to get their legs underneath them. They had a tough night last night against Dallas, which was a better team. They're going to find their legs, and they're going to be good, and they're going to be fast, and they're going to be the Arizona Coyotes, and they just weren't again. If anything, they were worse. Yeah, Their, their ability to control the puck from their own end to the other end of the ice is it was almost non-existent. I don't know what happened. There were in in this entire sixty-minute game. There were uh, two or three shifts, maybe that 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 the, the Coyotes looked good. You know, the Keller Schmaltz line had a couple of good shifts, and and Kel, um, I want to say Kelly Kellerman had a couple of good looks too. But they didn't look good. They just they, they didn't look good. They don't look fast again. They look slow. Yeah, that one was yucky. Um, let's look at the numbers. Yeah, Delilah <laughs> made it to the game tonight too. Oh, Christina sorry, brought Delilah. Delilah. Whoops, wrong numbers. Um, okay, wow, the shots were even. That's shocking. Um, classic seven-two loss. Obviously, the biggest thing here Bust was the, loss. the freaking right. penalties. The Coyotes were just ridiculous. Um, in in the number of penalties they took seven that the sharks had seven power seven plays power and plays. scored on three of them that is just atrocious um i think now the coyotes have allowed 11 power play goals over the last six games which is not a good number um once again coyotes power play got it done one for two but just not nearly enough to overcome what San Jose did tonight. Also, shout out the Sharks. A lot of milestone nights uh, for a few of their guys. A couple first NHL goals, first NHL hat tricks. So if this was a San Jose Sharks postgame show, it'd be a lot more enthusiastic than we are right now. Yeah, but this is it. Like the shots on goal thing, that should be your cue right away that the Coyotes lost, right? <laughs> like, classic. Yeah, classic Coyotes loss um, when they sco- uh, get more than 30 shots on goal. I, I, I Again, this team isn't as good as Arizona. And, and 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 I on paper they may be, and you can talk about some of the players, Logan Couture and Carlson and some of the players they have, but this team hasn't been a good as good as the Coyotes all season long. The Coyotes are just flat. They were slow. They didn't execute their plays. And you know what? Prosvatov wasn't as sharp as he probably needed to be early. Not saying that's the huge difference. Um, but he wasn't as sharp as the goaltending needed to be. And and that brings up a good point, Leah's. What the hell are they doing with their goalies? Like, yeah, nobody's going to play well down the stretch here because nobody's getting a chance to play. I know. We'll talk more about the goalie situation when Craig gets here. And it's just a bummer for Prozvatov. Obviously not a great night for him. It was his fourth start with the Coyotes this season. And he'd had three amazing starts before. And this one, allowing seven goals on 31 shots, just not going to do it. Um, And I, I... I felt bad, but it, it wasn't all him because this was just an overall poor team game on behalf of the Coyotes. Um, yeah, I, I, not a ton of bright spots. Not a ton of bright spots tonight, PD. 
No, and I'm trying to figure out is someone in the stand mentioned the standings that they're pretty locked into fifth, and and it's hard to believe they they have lost seven straight. Now they got a couple of overtime points in there in that seven game stretch, but they still lost seven straight. Mm-hmm. San Jose has won three in a row now, and you're like, oh my gosh, they must be closing the gap, and and they're just not. It's still eight points, and you're not going to make up eight points in seven games. You're just not going to. Well, now six for the Coyotes. You're not going to make up that kind of ground. So. I, I unfortunately, after losing seven straight, you have to look at this team going on a nine game winning streak and an eight game winning streak over the last two months and go, what the hell? They, this is what they should have been doing all along. And then we'd be talking about Bedard because they just didn't look good tonight. I, I don't know what else to say. You talk about the penalties. Penalties happen when you're playing slow or you're playing dumb. And this team did a little bit of both. And, and you don't know too many men on the ice or over the glass penalties, but too many stick follows because they're playing too slow. Um, and they just, they don't look like the Coyotes. This isn't a team that, oh, this team doesn't quit, and this team, feet are moving, and they're exciting to watch. We've been saying that for two months, and they just weren't tonight. And I, and I you know what, I, I, I do feel bad for Delilah because that is not a fun hockey game to go watch and get beat that badly. So that's really I felt bad because it was ASU night, so I think I heard that the ASU women's hockey team was there, the band was there. And oh, seriously? Yeah, I, yeah that's just a, a bummer. Um, but, PD, I want to pull up your keys to the game because kind of okay. right off the bat, um, it wasn't going well. The first key, fine legs, get back to playing fast. Ugh. Bleh. The Sharks scored a minute no. 30 in, by the way. So yeah. <laughs> I'll let you take away the rest. Um, win the special teams and stop Carlson. <laughs> <laughs> that's all you need to know. Us laughing. Yeah, that's a, that's a friggin' hard note. Carlson has four points, three of them on the power play. Whoops. They kind of went hand in hand, his power play, his ability to score on the power play. And Praz with top who hasn't played in six games. So that's a solid 0 for 3. Which means they lose. They lose and they lose bad when all of the all of the keys yeah, were hard, happening. But... All the keys happened in the first period. Yeah, and they happened Basically. hard. Like it wasn't even close. Yeah. No, yeah. Not at all. I want to talk Carlson when Craig gets on too, because I'm tired of the, the fucking Norris talk with Carlson. I'm tired of it. <laughs> tired of it. I don't give a shit if he stores 120. He's not the best defenseman in the league. All right. And Tyson cool. said it on air. Like, take a pool of the players and who is who would you want to go against? He said yeah, Kale McCarr, go, right? Yeah, two on one. You want to go against Kale McCarr or do you want to go against Eric Carlson? Are you in your mind? It's not even close. So stop calling it the best defenseman. Just make two goddamn awards. He's the most time. offensive defenseman. Sure. By make a it mile. a different award then. Yeah. Call it the Bobby Orr Award. I know. Craig's okay, I'm done. Saying. I'm going to argue with Craig. I want to argue. I feel like arguing today. I'm no, I think Craig is on the same page as you. Is he? I'm well, he agrees that there should be separate awards. Can I argue about something with him? Sure. Okay. We'll think of something. Um, okay. Well, I guess a couple, I don't even know where to go next. The one thing that was the biggest bummer for me about this night is that the Clayton Keller point streak yeah. ended at 14, and it almost didn't because the Barrett-Hayton goal got called off for something. It was a very strange situation because it seemed like they were reviewing for goaltender interference. Then they came back and said the puck was frozen. Craig said in person he saw that it was not. That's another thing we'll have to ask him about when he gets here. But Keller would have gotten a point on that goal if it had stood. That was the bummer for me. So he holds fast at 82 and his Point streak ends at 14 games. I don't think it's dead. Um, I think he still can beat Keith Kachuk's record with five games to go. Oh. Whoa, what is yes. happening? <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. There we yeah, go. Perfect timing um, for a graphic. Thanks, Sean. Oh, yeah, Dropped my computer off at Stan. Way to go, Steve. 
study it there at 82. Um, so that was a bummer for me tonight. But once again, that line, I mean, Barrett, you, you, you have to credit them. Barrett Hayden continues to work hard tonight and last night, but th- that line has just been a little bit quieter, I guess. Yeah. But you know what? And I said like that line had two or three shifts the entire night where I go, Oh, they're buzzing. And they go, Oh, they looked really good. And they moved the puck really well. And you know, I thought maybe there was a chance for Keller to get his opportunities. He had seven or eight uh, shot attempts tonight, three on net. You know, he usually has, has more attempts than that. I, I, they need to find a way to get, get points on the power play. That's one. And they're just not doing that consistently enough. Um, and and I, I I don't hate to say this I, that line looked tired. I, this team looks tired for a team that just yeah. had three days off. But and maybe I know that's that they play why. Back to back, but they look tired. But sometimes when you're go go go, it's easy to not let yourself get tired. And then the second you have a small break, it all comes crashing down. Like you have to imagine that's what's going on. This season has been ridiculous. This yeah. this back to back set that we just did was the third back to back set in a two week span. And that's not even looking at the rest of the insane, insane schedule that the coyotes had this They've season. Had so, yeah, I mean, especially sometimes like when you see the end in sight, it's like that senioritis feeling, but it's the fact that they have five games to go. It's like, it's how, how can you get up and play? And, and you got to give the team credit because they did that all season long and really outperformed their expectations um, in a lot of ways, but I don't, I don't even fault them. I, I don't No, um, And look how tired we are. And I, yeah. I'm, not, I'm, saying that, I'm, not, I'm not saying that just either. I'm tired and yeah. I'm tired. Of, wait, there's, these are so many games. And we are literally watching the games on TV some of the times from home and we're tired. Yeah. I can't imagine physically going through what they're going through right now. It's, 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 it's one of the worst schedules I've ever seen. And I understand how tired they're and they're almost done. They play. So they're, you know, Oh, they get asleep. No, they're flying tomorrow. They fly to Seattle tomorrow and do it again. So you got to say this though, they're spending the next four days in Seattle. So you're going to stay in the same hotel room and maybe the Seattle teams, it's a good hockey team. So I, 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 I hope they find some juice. They've got to find their legs or this is going to be a, a tough way to end the season. I'd really like to see them get back to playing coyote hockey before the, the season ends. Cause you want, you don't want to end the summer and, and end the season on a, on a note like this. And you don't want to lose 13 straight. You want to go off on a high note. You, you already understand where you are in the standings and how this all works and you're in a rebuild. So you want to be at least playing decent hockey by the time you head out for the summer. So hopefully they find their legs and get, and get going. Yep, absolutely. Uh, well, let's talk about the two bright spots from tonight. We'll start with J.J. Mosier, who scored his seventh goal of the season, J.J., on fire. Um, and Matias Vincelli picked up his 34th assist on that goal. Um, Fisher, net front, just literally same as the same night thing. before. Yeah. Um, Soderstrom on the other assist. So that's number one. Any thoughts on that goal or that play or Mosier in general? You know, I, I think it's just great to see what he's been able to do this season and take steps forward and how much he's matured this season. And he's getting his ice times increased, his roles have increased, and in what he's been asked to do um, this season. He's had a lot of time on the power play. He's taken a bigger role offensively. Um, he's going to be an exciting player to watch. I mean, he moves the puck extremely well. He's a confident kid, and I think guy, his teammates believe in him. So this is one of the guys when we talk about the rebuild, and we always talk about the young players, and we talk about Michelli and Gunther, and sometimes we forget the guys on the back end, and J.J. Mosier is definitely one of those guys that's going to be 
an important piece of this puzzle when they get through to the other side of the rebuild. Um, he's fun to watch. I think he, he does a lot of the little things right, and I don't know what his ceiling is. I mean, is he a top four defenseman in the league? And I, I think the answer is yes. And it's funny because the other young player is, is Yusuf Valamaki, another guy I'd put in that same in that same area. And I think they're both top four defensemen. And you you start getting these twenty year olds in in that kind of a role. So I think that that's you know helps keep the future bright for those young defensemen like JJ Morgan. Absolutely. Um, and lastly, for the, the good stuff, we got the Milos Kellermingle, and I think we should bring in Craig. He just got here um, to talk about Milos. As Craig likes to yell, um, Milos, another goal for Milos. (laughs) (laughs) Um, His first NHL goal right there at the end. Bummer that it really didn't play a factor in the game at all, besides giving us an extra little nugget to talk about. But congrats to Milos Kellerman on his first NHL goal. Yeah, hopefully nobody minded his celebration, which was probably a little bit over the top. Uh, when you're getting bombed, like they were getting, getting pummeled. Bombed. <laughs> yeah, I think it's okay. It's your first yeah. NHL goal. It's, it's okay. your first NHL goal. Exactly. Just let the guy have some joy. We needed some joy in this game because there was very little tonight. Yeah. Andre was not happy after this game, guys. I yeah. Mean, they didn't play that well last night. He thought that they might be able to rebound, and they were just, they just had nothing tonight. They I were thought. Flat. They were awful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, this one was tough, and I got to say, I was convinced that they were going to win tonight um so much so so much so that i did a little pre-game money line bet on mgm to to redeem to redeem my free bets um today at the bet mgm sportsbook and but i think i get the bet back which is fine so it's okay it was i guess for whatever um but I will say it was very easy to use BetMGM. It was my first time using it um, today, and it was, it was super fun and super easy. So we had a great time today out at BetMGM. Good, good vibes. That first Final Four game was unreal craziness. Um, you can tell yeah. who had money on what based on the reaction at the book. Um, people but- are very excited. I got to say that when if you want to watch somebody go to a sports book and watch a sporting event where people are engaged on about everything and something you're going, what are they yelling at? Which TV? What game are we watching? It, yeah, it was I know, funny right? there was so much going on. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, but if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, you can do so with the bonus code PHNF phnx and you'll get up to 200 dollars in bonus bets on your first wager with betmgm here's how it works download the betmgm app sign up with the bonus code phnx and place a pregame money line wager in the amount of at least ten dollars on any market at standard odds price and you'll receive 200 dollars in bonus bets instantly regardless of the outcome of your wager just make sure you use bonus code phnx when you sign up and now listen to shane talk about the disclaimer Disclaimer, 21 plus to wager. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. U.S. promotional offers not available in Washington, D.C., Mississippi, Nevada, New York, and Ontario. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Colorado, D.C., Illinois, Indiana, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369, New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP-ARIZONA, 1-800-522-4700, Kansas, Nevada, 1-800-327-5050, Massachusetts, 1-800-BETS-OFF-IOWA, 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help, Michigan. I don't think I'll ever get over how much of a mouthful that is, but thank you, Shane. That seems like, yeah, that's awesome. Um, but while we're while we're talking about it, I do want to uh, congratulate Milos Kellerman once again because he is also tonight's player of the game. 
I'm sure he is watching this right now. I'm sure he's sure holding he's his breath, it. wondering if he was going to be the player of the game. And he ah. was. So Milos Kellerman, congrats on being tonight's player of the game and earning your first career NHL goal. Um, and you could have watched this game at home like me and Petey did um, on the TV. And now it's so much easier because I have Fubo TV, um, which just makes everything so much easier in terms of finding where where to stream the game. It's all streamlined right there on Fubo. There's 140 plus live channels of sports shows, movies and news. You can stream from any device. You can watch the, the most Arizona sports for the lowest price. Uh, they also have a thousand hours of cloud at DER for no extra charge. Um, and you can watch the Frozen Four tournament coming up next weekend on there as well. So watch that. Watch the Coyotes on Valley Sports with Fubo TV. Use the link in the description to sign up for 15% off your first month of Fubo Pro. So you guys got your Fubo password? I had it you, encrypted. I had it encrypted. I wasn't going to share it with you guys. Yeah, I uh, had to borrow it from somebody else in the office because you were <laughs> gatekeeping it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tell me anybody is surprised that's like listening to this that Craig took the PHNX Coyotes FUBO password anyway. <laughs> and changed it on all of us. Yes. It's <laughs> true. Um, all right, Craig. Well, we have a few topics for you because as we've been talking, we're saying, well, let's talk about this with Craig. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to run through them in order. Okay. The order that I made up. Okay. <laughs> the first one, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Barrett Hayton overturn goal. I think there was some confusion about what happened there. You were giving your two cents on Twitter and in the discord. So from someone who was there literally sitting on the goal line, can you explain what you saw? Well, I can tell you what I saw. I saw the puck the whole time. It was not un- it was not frozen from where I was sitting. I was literally like Patrick Brown and I were both looking at the puck. But when you heard what they said, you know, it, they, they said that it was frozen and it was goaltender interference. And then I think there was a different explanation even that came out officially from the NHL. So they, they couldn't even get their uh, their message straight uh, coming from the league. Uh, I don't know. I just I, I felt like uh, that should have been a goal because the puck was visible. It was not frozen. Clearly, if I can see black, the puck is not frozen. The other thing that sucks about it is Clayton Keller would have kept his point streak alive. And that's significant because I might have just been working on a long story that Leah had to read all of that will I run on Clayton Keller to tomorrow. Read. I got to read. Come on. Well, uh, it was that's right. It was it was your honor to read that story <laughs> which will run tomorrow. And you know, if you guys have a good 90 minutes to sit down and read a story tomorrow, you know. It's worth Open it. Open it up. Open it up. It, it was a fun story to write. It really was. Yeah, it's great. Um, yeah, that was a bummer. That was a weird situation. Yeah, it was. Um, and speaking of weird situations, Craig, we this goaltender situation, uh, this this yeah. trio situation. Um, obviously, it wasn't Prozvatov's best outing. Um, and I wonder how much of that has to do with the fact that he hasn't played in, in two six weeks. Games. <laughs> yeah, Andre brought that up, and he he, he brought some clarity on that. First of all, what they wanted to try and look at, you, you, you can figure out, like, if they're looking at Evan Prozotov for next season, what's his role going to be? He's going to be a backup. What happens if you're a backup? Sometimes you don't play for two weeks. So how do you respond in that situation? Well, he got put into that situation. Wouldn't say he responded well, but let's be blunt here. The team in front of him was utter garbage. There were turnovers right in front of him. They didn't give him any help. So... What Andre said tonight, and I wondered about this, is that he's going to give him another look. He's going to get to play one of those two games in Seattle because he doesn't want to see 
you know, he doesn't want him to finish with his taste in his mouth. He's going to give him an, a chance to bounce back, just like he gave Connor Ingram after some bad starts and, and Ingy bounced back. So he's going to give him that opportunity. I expect to see pros without play at least one more game this season. Interesting. Interesting. I, I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know. And, and, and <laughs> If they're going to do this, do this all goddamn season and they're in last because none of the goalies can get in a rhythm. Veggie can't get in a rhythm because he's not playing consistently. The only one that can play like this is Ingram because this has been his role for the entire season. You want a backup for next year? How about go to the guy that's got over a 900 save percentage when he only plays every four games? And that's Connor Ingram. I don't know what they're doing. I don't understand it. And I can say, oh, you're trying to get a look at Prozvatov. You can look at him in the minors and say, can the kid play or not? I'm just saying. And yeah. now well, I, I don't get it at all and if you really wanted to see Prozvatov don't pick up Connor Ingram on waivers and again we're talking about a team that could be going for the Connor Bedard sweepstakes I don't understand what they've done for their goalies all season I don't get it and this three-headed monster thing I really don't understand and especially with with what's going down down in Tucson that they're trying to make the playoffs yeah. and, and I understand what they say in the media oh we're trying to see what role he plays come on Really? We're going to give him two weeks off and, oh, we're going to throw him in the net again and see, well, now he's a backup. That bullshit. I, well, I don't the think like four to five starts. Is that enough evaluation time no. to even know what you've got? No. I you don't wanna, get it. Then don't pick up, like I said, don't pick up Ingram then. You really want to see what you got? Play him this season. Play him 15 to 20 starts. Play, well, shit, 30 starts. And, and don't pick up Ingram off waivers. Then it accomplishes two things. One, you get to see what you have. And two, you're going to lose more hockey games. And guess what? You wanted to lose more hockey games. Don't get a guy that's up and coming American League, Connor Ingram, that everybody sees on the precipice of playing in the National League and is going to win you games. Maybe right. this is the perfect time to go see what you have in the net. I, I don't know. I just, I don't understand it. I don't understand it. I And I haven't got it since the day they called him up. And to be honest, I don't understand it since they picked up Connor Ingram on waivers. I never understood the move because what are you going to do with him at the end of the season? What was your point now? What would yeah. you won 10 more games? Great. Well, one, one oh, of these good. three goalies is gone. One of these For three sure. goalies is gone. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know who it is. And and that's, I mean, that's ostensibly why they're looking at Prozvatov. Is he going to be one of two guys that they keep? But yeah, I mean, I, I get okay, you. It, I get you. you did and, it. And, and, and imagine if you had been doing this even a month ago. Even a month ago, if they didn't yes. pick up some of the points they picked up, again, they'd be right in the running for Connor Bernard or Adam Fantilli. But now, you know, like now, now the Kites are hoping, oh, Montreal wins a couple games and we end up with a fifth worst record. That's the best they can do now. That's yeah. the best they can do. And and then, the, Craig, if they let Connor Ingram go at the end of this year, then I'm really going to go, what the hell was the point? What right. was the point of that mess? So, so, so I, we'll don't, I don't. I, I don't think anybody's going to be let go for nothing. It, that wouldn't make sense. No, 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 of course not. So so in, so in when you look at it that way, which guy has the most market value? It's probably Corel Vimelka. So oh, Vimelka. Yeah, Vimelka to start for sure. So maybe they try and trade him. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> and it's, again, a, it, it's an and interesting here's my story, and I will dive into it, I promise. And I know, I, I know we're, we're going we to have a short show, but when you say this, Craig, and if it's Vimelka, then trade him. 10 games in like, again, what was the point of this season? Trade them. Then ride the whole season with Ingram and Vimelka. Like, I, I don't know. I, I just don't understand if your mission is to get last and we can argue till the cows come home. That was the mission. Yeah. Sorry. It was the no, mission. No you, you can sit here and say, Oh, we want to see this team. Bullshit. You want last, you want Connor Bedard. And to this goaltending experiment, you see that Vimelka is hot. The first 20 games, get him the hell out of here. Beat it. 
we love you. You did a great job. We're going to get a return for you. We're going to get a draft pick. We're going to get a prospect. Bye. Thank you. And we're going to move forward because when this team is ready to win, when Logan Cooley and Connor Geeky and Dylan Gunther are in this team, I don't believe that it's going to be Karel Vimelka between the pipes. I just nope. don't. I, I think they're going to be a different direction by then. So what's the point now? Sorry, it's too late. I should have gone to bed. I'm just grumpy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, grumpy Steve also wanted to argue with you about Eric Carlson. Do you still want to? I don't think that Craig's, Craig agrees with me. It's, it's the defenseman of the year award. I mean, you get to, it's Craig, call Gary and get two different awards, please. Soon. Amen. Amen. And I'm all on that. I'm all on adding awards because, yes, it's, it goes to the best offense. He sucks defense. defensively. Come on. But he's he a stinks. wonder offensively, and he's going to win the award because of that. And that's, and that's tragedy for me. And it's tragedy. He sucks. He can't from the blue line in. He sucks. But Milos Kelman blew by him like he was standing still. Come on. He's on one tonight. And that's the best defenseman in the National Hockey League, and he gets blown by for a rookie's first goal of his career? Come on. It's not the best defenseman in the year. He scores more points than most of them on the freaking power play. Three of them tonight were on the power play. Big deal. I, I don't get it. Change the award. All right. I love it. Um, PD's on one. Spicy. Spicy, spicy Steve. Hey, there's a there's a transition for you. Spicy uh, Dill. Oh, never. Well, we're not. We're losing the so, nickname. Though. Pickles. I, I, you were Did you were like pickles? thirty seconds ahead of me, Craig, because I want to stop for a second and read okay. our five dollars super chat from Riley Riles. Um, just became a diehard. Welcome nice. to the family. I'll build the Alaska Coyotes fan base. Thank you, Riley. Wow. Riley. By the way, Alaska. We, yeah, we saw uh, their super. Nice. Their, they sent a super, two super chats last night. The second one came through after it ended. The post game yes. ended, but we saw it come through um, about listening to our show while delivering pizzas in Alaska, and that it was in the high thirties there yesterday. <laughs> Yeah, it's not bad. It's not it was mid '80s today here. Uh, oh, jeez! And I still wore a jacket. <laughs> um, all right. Well, let's transition now. Sorry, Craig. I I butchered your amazing transition. But last night we did this. We'll do it again tonight and check in on the CHL playoffs because speaking of the future, those guys are in it. And I have a little rundown here. Connor Geeky had an assist in Winnipeg's five-two win over Medicine Hat. Um, also in the WHL, Dylan Gunther, another goal tonight in Seattle's 4-1 win over Kelowna. And then in Quebec, you got Maverick, Lamaroo, and Mannix Landry for Drummondville, who won 3-1 over Victoriaville. Lamaroo had an assist again tonight. And then Jeremy Lang was Quebec Ramparts, won 3-1. Um, no points for him, but it's a pretty good haul for those guys in the CHL playoffs. Yeah, wish I were watching them. Tough loss for the Roadrunners, by the way. Huh? Oh, my God. Yeah, I was going to get to that next. 2-1 loss to Bakersfield. Um, by the way, Nathan Smith sent down by the Coyotes and had an assist on Day's goal today. So, tough loss, but they're yep. still in it. They're still in it. Yeah, the Coyotes even have some prospects over in Europe that are in the uh, semifinals at the respective leagues now. So right. I did write it down, Craig, if you want me to read it. Fire it off. All right, Julian... Lutz? Did we decide if it was Lutz? Lutz is Lutz? what I've heard. Okay, Julian Lutz and Maximilian Zuber, one Zuba. of my favorite names <laughs> ever to say, Zuba. Zuba. are into the DEL semifinals with top-seeded 
Munchen. Munchen. Okay, I didn't know. <laughs> Leading Wolfsburg one nothing in that series. Yeah. Um, and then you got Akuratu and Tamperine. Akuratu. Ratu. Are Ratu are also in the Liga semis, tied with Lati one one. I really did my best there. Oh Beautiful. boy. Yeah. But so a lot of prospects in action. <laughs> A lot of prospects doing well, and and Lee Leah's exhausted now. <laughs> I know you sent that. I was like, I'm gonna have to read this, aren't I? Oh man, um, Craig, <laughs> do you have anything else to say about anything or this game? Anything else from post game standout? But if not, you can just go. <laughs> no, I just uh, it's it is it's it's a shame. I don't want to call it a shame because again, we talked about how much fun it was to watch this team compete, but. You see this now, like if, if they're going to end the season like this, like with these kinds of performances, but still come up short in the ultimate goal, it's just like, yeah, ah. yes. And, and I'm glad you said that, Craig, because that's kind of the point, too. We were all we were all and I'm throwing myself in there included a week ago. Wow, this team's playing fast. They're fun to watch. They never give up and they never quit. They've lost seven in a row now. So the 16 games that they won a nine game and an eight game point streak, who gives a shit? It, no one cares anymore. The, those are two weeks ago. Now they're a seven-game losing streak, and you're going to finish fifth to last. And, and then you're going to look back over this 82-game season and go, why? For what reason? What purpose did we go through all of this hell for? For absolutely nothing. To get the sixth pick? Fifth pick? For Will Smith, of course. We've for been Will talking Smith. about all year. It's, it just feels like it's preordained, doesn't it? But Nord only had Will five Smith points like last months. night, by the way. Yeah, well, it's it's the same thing because last year, like, we started talking about Logan Cooley kind of early, and then it came true. So I feel like it's the same situation. The Will just, Smith thing? Yeah. 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 On the plus side, Ottawa is losing. They're just losing. They're they're. I don't know where they're going to fall, but, I mean, the, the guys could have the 10th pick. They could have the fifth pick and the tenth pick, which would be pretty crazy. Yeah, that would be um, yeah. just crazy. Well, Craig, all right, we'll let you go. Looking forward to well, I've already read it, but looking forward, everyone gets the opportunity to read your piece on Clayton. I Collins. can't figure out how to use that editing thing. Like, I so I have to read it when you everybody else gets to read it tomorrow. <laughs> I okay, can't. I, I don't okay. know how to log in. I don't know what my username <laughs> is. Okay. All right, Craig. Drive safe. All right, guys. See you. All right. Bye. Bye, Craig. Um, well, as we await the Coyotes draft lottery position, we know the Arizona Cardinals are picking three, at least for now. Um, and if you want to watch all of that unfold with their new coach, new GM, and that third pick, uh, the best ways to take in this pivotal moment and the rest of the NFL draft on April 27th is at the Four Peaks 8th Street Pub. PD, you and I enjoyed some Four Peaks brews this afternoon at BetMGM. Yes. I was drinking a Wow Wheat. Did you have Kilt Lifter? That's what I did go like. Kilt Lifter. Yeah. I was going to go Wow, and I, I said, screw it. We're watching sports. Kilt Lifter me. Yeah. It, not, wow just paired really well with an 80-degree day watching college Agreed. basketball. It was By the amazing. way, that place, yeah, there's nothing better than a good Four Peaks beer, but you just have to pair the right Four Peaks to the event. And today, for me, was all about the Kilt Lifter. Is yeah. it nice again tomorrow? It's Arizona, uh, so the so, answer yeah. is yes. Yeah, I think I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little more citrusy tomorrow. Yeah, um, and if you want to drink, you must be 21 or older. Um, and you can also enjoy Four Peaks at Illegal Pete's because they have a full bar there. They also have Wow on tap. Um, we and a few of our diehards have enjoyed some brews there. They also have amazing 
tequila and margaritas there. I recommend the prickly pear margarita. They're amazing. So try out an illegal Pete's coin, a premium or frozen margarita, and you can stop by for happy hour 3 to 6 p.m. every day. And that is not including their amazing, amazing food as well. Um, all right. I don't even. <laughs> Do you understand it? Um, so we have a $4.99 super tan from Shane. But do you understand it before you no. read it? Do you understand it? $5 super chat from Shane. The yeah, who Lock, is at Ethan a bar Lock. right now with his friends. And drinking five bucks for Peter to say walkie slush. Now, what does a walkie slush mean? I have no idea because I'm not into this cool lingo of the kids I don't know today. Either. What's a walkie slush? I don't know. It sounds like that'd be something you should order. Like that's at the cantina, isn't it? Like the, the Star Wars cantina. I'll have a walkie slush, and then it'd be like green with foam. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, I, it does. A, it a, does sound like that. But I am a little disappointed, and I'm not sure if it was Shane the Diefenlock, Diefenbach, the locksmith, or if it was Shane Double D the Depause. But I was at the the basketball Shane game today. <laughs> Sean Shane the Diefenlock and Sean Depause. I was at. The, watching basketball today and we, we we gamble we do we, we we gamble and we like to go and bet the money line after someone's behind that's what we do and you go oh I'm, i so i said in the first game i sat in that chair and i said i'm gonna do money line on san diego state when they were behind i did i said it and it was plus 245 and i looked down to push a button and that was 215 and someone said you have to wait for them to go on a little bit of a run and then do it again <laughs> buddy oh buddy i missed out on that one as they win at the buzzer <laughs> oh man that is a bummer um we got another five dollar super chat from riley ryle said send some wow to alaska had some when i was in az a few weeks ago awesome um that would be a very tough part of living in alaska among some other things so i will see what i can do for you <laughs> yeah get it <laughs> go on there um, all right. Well, can, should we do our tankathon? Do we have that ready, Sean? Give me a thumbs up if yes. Okay. So let's go ahead and run our daily, nightly, I guess, tankathon simulation. We've been doing it so far. Today's the day. Countries have yet to move up in all of our simulations. And Ottawa has stayed steady at number 12. So let's see how Today's they the do. day. All right. Take it away. Here we go. Oh, and, and they can yeah, and the Montreal Canadiens in back-to-back years with the first Boo. overall pick. Can you imagine if that happens again? Back-to-back number ones. It's like Edmonton all over again. How'd Boo. that work out for Edmonton four times in six years? Yeah. I'm just sour. I'm salty that Eric Carlson has, hasn't had a plus minus um, above minus 15 in the last four years. But you know how many times Kale McCarr has been minus in his career? Take a guess. In a year, like for a, on he a said, year. He's played four complete seasons of the National Hockey League. This is his fourth. How many of those ended we had where he was negative in a plus minus of Zero? those four years? Zero, of course, because he's a fucking defenseman. Not a point. <laughs> he's a defenseman. He defends. He's been plus every season. You know how many times Eric Carlson's been plus the last four seasons? None. Not once. Okay. I'm I can't wait to talk more about this when we get to like actual. I know. I really just want to go to bed. Season. Oh, it's. I'm unreal. just salty. It was, it was a bad hockey game. I'm I know. Salty. And I really thought they were going to play better tonight. And I, and I hope before the season ends, they play better. I really do. And I got to give it to Christian Fisher. They, they, they go into the net today again, gets the, the first goal because he's going to the net. He doesn't score the first goal, but 
they score the first goal because he's going to the net. And now that's two nights in a row where we're saying go to the net. So everybody look for that in Seattle for guys getting to the blue paint. Love it. Um, Andy, it. Andy said, Leah, you had a doppelganger at the game tonight. Asked for a picture. She was like, get away from me. LOL. That's <laughs> funny. Can you imagine? <laughs> hey, getting a picture with you? No, you creep. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> Who are you? I love it. Um, Petey, I want to keep you on your rant mode for a second. Yes. We have a photo here. Um, first of all, we forgot to mention this and we should. Clayton Keller was named March's third star of the month in the entire NHL. And this was the graphic that NHL PR put out. So Connor McDavid, number one, Dry Saddle, two, Keller, three. Great company. Keller deserves it. Um, blah, blah, blah. That's not even what we're here to talk about. If you're watching on YouTube, you can see why. PD, what does every one of these so, photos have in common? I know if you're listening on audio, this doesn't, you can't understand this, but it's a picture of the McDavid, Dry Saddle, and Keller. All three of them in action pictures and all three of them are chewing on their mouth guard and it's half out of their mouth will you guys stop that <laughs> like I, i'm a dad that has a kid that i paid we had braces on my kid twice how are you going to keep a mouth guard on kids today if this is every single play you know why keller does it because patrick kane did it and he'll tell you that's why he did it so yes it makes a difference put either here's my here's my deal put them in or take them out like put them in and wear them like a mouth guard or take them the hell out. Like chewing on your mouth guard. Done. I'm done with it. We need to get a dentist sponsoring the national hockey league and do something about this. Cause I can do watch a football game, watch a football game. See how many guys in the NFL are walking around chewing their mouth guard like that. You know how many none because they'd like to have their teeth and their head when the game is over. I don't, I have no sympathy for players spitting out their chiclets. Don't I don't because they don't wear the goddamn mouth guard. Put them in. <sighs> Thank you for doing that, Lee. I'd forgotten all about that. Yeah, I did too. And then I saw it there on the side and thought, oh, got you have a, another got picture a... you need to show too. The, yes. So That's another a lot thing. More positive. There's there's a lot there's a lot of things that happened tonight that I forgot about because of how shitty this game was. Um, yes. But I mentioned already that it was ASU night tonight, um, and the Coyotes yes. wore these warm up jerseys, which we will now show. And again, if you're listening on audio, this was on the Arizona Coyotes Twitter. Um, it is a Kachina Sun Devil kind of half and half situation, an ASU crossover jersey. I thought these are amazing. I think they're amazing. Um, I love them. And this is coming from a Wildcat. I think it's so cool to do this. I think these jerseys are really cool looking. Um, I'm curious what your take is, PD, but I really like I like the, I, you know, I'm going to try to pull the negative train aside for just a minute. I like the logo of it. I think the logo of it is very cool. I do. Mm -hmm. And and I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. And just, <laughs> Once and again, stop I feel like it. everything with fashion, it's like Sean and I usually agree. And then you and no, Craig. No, I'm, 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 not, I'm not disagreeing, but, but this is, again... It, this, and I'm going to hate to say it, I'm going to agree with Craig a little bit on this. The logo is, is fire. I love it. They should put it on a puck, a badge, a sticker. Love it. They took 20 uh, of their black practice jerseys out and said, oh, shit, it's ASU night. We forgot about it. Let's throw these patch on them. That's what it looks like. It didn't Fair look enough. like there was It didn't look like there was a, a lot of thought to the jersey itself. The logo, fire. The A on Keller's thing, really cool, really neat. But the, the jersey is just, it's an extra black practice jersey. That's all it is. So fair enough. Lady. I but can I say one more thing about ASU? And yeah. you know, I can because and I'm going to. Um, <laughs> I, I gotta give a shout out to an ASU student, actually. Oh Carter yeah. Ostrowski. It's not Ryan. I, I'm gonna give one out to Ryan too, but Carter Ostrowski. I did an interview the other day. Carter Ostrowski is writing a paper on the arena. 
And it's really interesting to see someone at Cronkite getting involved in the arena in the yes or no. And he's getting um, both sides of the story. And I can't wait to read it. And I'm going to um, bring some of the better points on air so I can talk both pro and con. So, Carter Ostrowski, thanks for taking the time to listen to me rant about the arena. Love it. And we're doing it with Ryan, too, soon. Yep. Really looking forward to talking to Ryan. Um, Nick in the chat said, as someone from out of state, is ASU or U of A the better school? Nick, we're not starting on this. <laughs> Depends on what you're talking about. It <laughs> yeah, does. No, There's a lot of factors. We can't even talk about it because we, we're going to go long on for show. another 30 minutes. Um, well, let's wrap up with our final stuff here and take a look at the upcoming schedule. PD, we are... No, you. It's the last thing you got to show that other picture. Yeah, you I know. I... Okay, I, that's later. I didn't forget. Okay. <laughs> you're just, I just forget you're, you're just ahead of the game. Um, yeah, on to Seattle next week. And so geez, next we're, week we'll we're be like on the last game, we're geez. a game away from seeing the entire remaining schedule that's on the awesome. upcoming schedule graphic. That's awesome. But yeah, Seattle, Anaheim. Eh, it's like I don't even know what to say anymore. I know. And and I really thought this was a winnable game. And I thought there was one of the Seattles, they might get points. I said they were going to get a point. It's Colorado. And they got one point, which actually counts as getting points. I thought they were going to beat Seattle, uh, excuse me, San Jose. I think they're going to get points against Anaheim. Um, but who knows now? I, I don't know if there's a win. I don't know. I just don't know. And, and I, I'm going to turn to the goaltending thing is I don't know. If Prozvatov is going to play again in Seattle, that means either Ingram or Val, um, Veggie is not. One of them will, and I'm guessing it's going to be Veggie. So Veggie plays one and Prozvatov. So then Ingram doesn't play until when? Maybe Anaheim? I, I don't know. Nobody's going to get consistent ice time. Nobody's going to be able to get into a uh, comfortable, consistent play in the end. And I don't know when the win's coming. And it yeah. might not. And that might be 13 straight to end the season, and that sucks. Woo! I think there'll be one, but I'm not going to try and speculate. Yeah, I think they're going to win too. I I, I think they're going to play better. This team plays better. They're a better team than we've seen the last two games. They are. Yep, they are. Absolutely. Um, well, after this depressing two days of Coyotes hockey, we both need a pick-me-up, PD. Maybe we should head to Octane Raceway and Mavericks um, sometime oh. this week for, for a little boost, a little serotonin boost. Um, if they have ton of stuff go-kart racing bowling arcade games virtual reality axe throwing great food and drinks you can book some fun at octane raceway and mavericks this spring and you got the women's championship game tomorrow you got the men's one on monday so you can watch those at mavericks in the trophy room grill and patio get a free ten dollar game card when you purchase an entree in the trophy room check out octaneraceway.com and mavericks.com to learn more um lots of fun there and again if you need to pick me up may i recommend a new shirt in the ph next locker that we just dropped yes you that may. i personally love Did you get it um yeah i, I ordered it it's, i ordered uh, it hopefully too. Ships everybody soon. said it was shipping that i maybe I didn't look at my emails well it's also the weekend so i don't know oh, okay. um but our new ph next counties and four piece collab shirt is now live grab yours now at phnxlocker.com and then join us for our season wrap party at Four Peaks A Street Pub before the Coyotes season finale on April 13th. The event starts at 5 p.m. at Four Peaks. And if you wear your new shirt, you'll receive drink specials all night long. Um, my goal is for everyone to be matching at this. And then we can have kind of a orange takeover at the final Coyotes game of the season. So I'm fire. really excited about these shirts. They're amazing. And I'm looking forward to that wrap party. That distress look. I, I think that's cool. And, and I always like things that have hidden 
I don't know, hidden things in their logo and seeing the four peak mountains at the bottom of um, the Cody head there is really cool. So I'm yeah. excited about it. Very, very cool. Um, all right. We're going to wrap up because there's not much else to say about the game. But before we do, and this is what Petey's been trying to hint at, but I promise I didn't forget. I know. I just let um, you run the show. So it's a special day today. It's my mom's birthday. Um, we have a photo of the two of us at a Coyotes game. <laughs> I don't know what year this was. I was must that last be... week? <laughs> I must be nine <laughs> or ten in this. My mom actually worked for the Coyotes when we first moved to Arizona. Um, and when we first moved to Arizona, I went to all most of the Coyotes home games. And it was kind of that thing, you know, being a kid moving from Canada to the U.S. is kind of a big, not necessarily a culture so shock, but kind of because Arizona is so different from Toronto and being at Coyotes games kind of gave me a sense of home. And I often credit my dad with my love for hockey. Um, and he is a huge part of that, but I want to acknowledge my mom as well, because she's the reason I'm a Coyotes fan, first of all. And she and my dad played an equal role in my hockey fandom. They actually met at a hockey game. Um, so I was destined to be a hockey fan. Um, so happy birthday, mom. I love you. And, um, wouldn't be doing this without you. So appreciate really her cool. and all of her love and support. That's really, really cool, Ian. And and um, you're lucky. And that's, that's really cool. And happy, happy birthday to your mom as yeah. well, Pete. Ironically, our moms share a birthday. Yeah. mom's birthday was today as well. Love that. Well, happy birthday to our moms. Yeah, they our moms. are the best. Um, all right, Petey, anything else before we go? No, let's move on. I was sorry. I apologize for dropping some grumpy nuggets here today. <laughs> it's okay. It's, I felt like we kind of got a, away with way, that's not a new having menu a lot item. of grumpiness. A new menu item at Four Peaks. Peavy's Grumpy Nuggets. <laughs> Get that with a kilt lifter. Can I have some Peavy Grumpy Nuggets, please? Like <laughs> that should be a menu special uh, it that, be. that night. That night. At our, at our, um, pre, grumpy at our season wrap party. Sorry. Oh, man. All right, I'll be well, better on Monday. <laughs> we appreciate oh, oh, Before we leave, though, Leah, can we talk oh. about Thursday really quick? Yes. Just to watch along? Yes. Because, because there's some people that didn't get to see the watch along last time and really, 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 really encourage people that are at home on Thursday night watching the Seattle game to use it as a two-screen experience. There will be no March Madness competing with us this time. No Suns competing with us this time. It will be just Coyotes. So watch the two-screen because we do, one, we tell a lot of stories and we talk a lot of hockey and we try to teach while you watch. So we pull out the whiteboard and Lee and I try to help you learn what you're watching. So tune in. Yep. Thursday, Last April time 6th. we had Paul Bissonnette jump in. Yeah. And, and you call never know in. what so could happen. Never know. You never know what could happen. Thursday, April 6th, we'll be doing a watch along on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel for that game. So really excited about that. Lots to come next week. Um, obviously, post couple post games, couple live shows. So stay locked in on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you never miss when we go live. And we're off tomorrow, but you can follow us in the meantime at S. Peters Hockey, at Leah Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan, at Sean underscore to pause. You can follow the show at PHNX underscore Coyotes. Again, don't forget to hit the like button on this video. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review. It's much appreciated. And everybody, enjoy the rest of your Saturday night. Enjoy the rest of your weekend. And we'll see you all on Monday.